Welcome to the Be More Happy Show. I'm your host, Morris Chasson. I'm a confidence coach for bold introverts. I help introverts overcome fear and maximize their performance so they can excel in extroverted careers feeling good about themselves. On this episode, episode number five, I'm talking with my good friend, Nikki. Um, we've been knowing each other since 2012, 2013. It's funny how we met. We actually met through Words With Friends. And it's crazy because I've been playing that game since the iPhone 4. And I still play that game, you know, like it's a time, it's a time thing I play at nighttime. I like Words With Friends, it helps to settle my mind. But uh, yeah, man, like we met Words With Friends and like her, she sends us Christmas cards every year. They're just like an amazing couple, her and her husband, Rob. So uh, anyways, on this episode, she talks about her journey, about uh, her gift that she has to share with the world. And her gift is like a spirit medium slash uh, tarot card reader. Yeah, so she's incredible. Y'all gonna, like some people may trip out over these stories that she has, but, um, tune in, you know, because it's, it's some powerful, powerful stuff, you know, that she's kind of talking about and, you know, some of her struggles and I shared some tips in there as well and, you know, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It is a fantastic episode. It's a little bit different than my usual episodes. This episode is a little bit longer than my normal. My normal episodes are normally 15 to 20 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, 10, 10 to 20 minutes, typically. But this episode, it's a long one. So uh, buckle down, listen to it in two parts if you got to. I love you. Enjoy it. Here we go. I'm a firm believer what you put out in the universe comes back at you. So. Man, it's so true. So Nikki. Yeah. Did you always feel that way or was it something that kind of like changed within the past couple of years with you with that? As far uh, as you with the universe, it's probably been the last couple of years. So, I mean, I've always been, um, I grew up in a religious household. We didn't go to church every Sunday or anything like that. But um, I mean, I have always had a belief system that there is a higher power, but um probably the last couple of years is where I've really expanded beyond just, you know, the regular, you know, the normal, like, you know, God, Jesus, you know, St. Mary, um, and expanded it further into, you know, it's more than just that. There is just like the universe, the earth, everything is alive and it talks to you. And, um, it, what the vibes that you put out there is what is given is what is received. So if you have a negative mindset, that negativity is going to come back to you tenfold. If you have a positive mindset and you're out there to really help people and listen to people, that is given back to you tenfold. And any challenges that you face along the way are challenges that you have to incur in order to grow. I love that. So so you mentioned something a while ago about <laughs> Um, oh my God, I forgot it. You, you see, that's exactly why I don't like lives. I always lose my train of thought. <laughs> but you said something about, uh, I guess the universe like sends you messages. Is that what you yes. said? Okay. So well, how I, do you, I do. Can, can you explain a little bit more how that happens for you? Um, so it's, it's, simple it can be as simple as just listening um so i mean i don't know how much you believe in uh psychic abilities um but i i believe that everybody has them it's whether you practice to use them or not use them um but it could be just as simple as signs so like your guides and everything they kind of they leave messages for you so it could be in dream work you know like I had uh, a dream and I can't remember what the outcome was I mean like I have to go back and read my journal but 
like I've had a dream where there was a rattlesnake. It was a brown rattlesnake in the middle of the city, which was weird, right? And then when I woke up, I knew that that rattlesnake was a message that I needed to research and look at further. Or it could be a feather on the ground. Like you're walking and there's usually not this type of bird around and that there's this feather right there. And you're like, well, and you can tell like instinctively, like you can say, okay, that's just a feather and that means nothing. Or instinction, your instinct says, hey, that's a feather that's meant with a message. And so if I feel that instinct, I'll look at that feather, study it, put it in my mind. And because I don't usually pick them up, I just leave them. And then I look it up later. And then same with like angel numbers. If you see repeat patterns of angel numbers, like if you're, and I didn't even know about angel numbers. I had no idea, but mine started off with 333. And I kept seeing 333 all over the place. And I was just like, what? That is weird. So I was like, what does this mean? Like I just randomly Google 333, you know? <laughs> and That's so, so cool. then I started, I know. So I started seeing other patterns, you know, like, um, I see a lot of like one 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 and one 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 one. I think. Um, so it's just paying attention to that. Like it's you. Everybody's so busy and they're always on their phones and they're always doing stuff and they don't take a moment to just step back and take a deep breath, and you know see the world around them because our guides are always trying to talk to us. So you've got these you know people on the other side, your angels, your spirit guides that you came back down to this earth if you believe in reincarnation i do and um they're just here to support you along the way if you're willing to listen to them and then sometimes you can ask them questions going okay um i have this dilemma and uh i need your help so i xyz question give me a sign that you know if the answer is this send me you know, a yellow dot. If the answer is this, send me a key. And so you just got to pay attention to it. And it doesn't always happen right away. But when you see it, you see it, you know. That is so cool. I 100% I agree with that. Over the past couple of years, like everything I see outside of nature, like, like oh, that means something, you know, like the other day I found uh, three dead mosquito hawks under my carport. And I looked it up and I think it has, it ha if I remember correctly, it has something to do with like spiritual growth, you know, like it's yeah. time to reach another, another, li another limit, you know, right. Just like, just like you, those angel numbers, like I, I'm always conscious of it. Always, always conscious of it because like you, like, I feel, I truly believe that the universe communicates to us too. You know, it's just yeah. like you said, like we have to pay attention and listen, you know? Right get that off the so phone awesome. for a minute right <laughs> yes you know just it doesn't cost anything to pay attention right no absolutely not and it's fascinating it truly is i mean even if you don't um 100 agree with it like uh i have this gal who works for me and i'm slowly converting her <laughs> and she says i see this number all the time and i'm like well look it up just for fun it's not going to cost you anything just look it up and so I had her Google it and she was like, that is so neat. So it's been like a slow, like, I make sure I don't freak her out because I can get really weird. It is not well, weird. Like it's, I guess it's in a most sense. People. Yes, yes, that's true. Cause <laughs> look, I, I, I really never tell anybody about, except for my wife, but like all the little messages that I receive here and there from mm -hmm. the universe, you know? But like most people be like, what the fuck are you talking about? That that don't make yeah. any sense, you know, like a feather. So, so what a feather, you know, that doesn't know. mean anything, you know? No. My favorite feather story um, is that, okay, so I have a spiritual practitioner. She She's a psychic medium, and um, she's the one who originally started helping me through everything that happened to me a couple of years ago. And she told me, to go to my favorite spot and in my favorite spot I needed to do a ritual and um, it would it's a tobacco offering that you give back to the earth and so it was actually July 4th it was a year ago today and so um, we went camping in the mountains and it's a it's a hard 
hike to get to. It's my favorite, favorite spot. And I knew I was going to release um, one of my dog's ashes. Like that was the last time we hiked with him there. And uh, he, it was nine years ago when he had passed, 10 years ago this year. And so I was like, it's time to release his ashes back to the earth. And so let's go into the mountains and nobody ever goes there because once you descend into this valley, it is a bitch to get out of. Like it is so hard um, to hike out of. And so we set up camp um, and we, uh, I go do my ritual and I had scoped out the whole entire area. There was nothing there before. So I know when I came back and there were no birds, there was nothing like this is a very high altitude. There's really nothing that comes through um, except for bears because <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a good water source. It's like it's um, uh, it has a lake right in it that streams out that goes towards Anchorage. But anyway, um, so I go do my ritual, do the tobacco offering. I give some crystals back to the earth as well because I felt like it was necessary. And then when I come back to where uh, the tent is, I look out into the field and there's just all these wildflowers everywhere, which were there before. They didn't bloom for me or anything. <laughs> but sitting on top of one wildflower in a perfect, um, just like it, somebody just set it there, was this white feather. And it was fluffy, like this fluffy white feather, zero reason for it to be out there. And as soon as I saw it, I knew that was my guide to the universe thanking me for doing that offering. And that was their note to say, I see you, I see what you did, and here you go. And that is the only feather I've picked up and I've kept. Wow. So. Wow. That's, that's incredible. And yeah. what does the white, the white feather indicate to you? Uh, it's just... It's just a message. I'd have to really read on it again. I always have to look it up. Like, I feel so bad. Like, I can't remember exactly what each, you know, message is. I'm, I'm like, you. what is this gray feather? And then I'm like, okay, I got to relook up white feather. But it's just something angelic and positive and um, just basically a message that you're on, like, you're you're going, you're on the right path. Yeah. If I, I recall like, correctly. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, that's so cool. I think that's incredible. So, yeah. So what do you what do you think kind of like sparked your whole this whole journey for you? Because okay, typically so, like most a lot of people have to go through like some type of hardship of some sort to get right. this like kind of like awakening, you know? Well, my hardship, I mean everybody has to go through one, right? But for me, mine was crazy. Like I don't know how many people and this one's a little hard for me to put out there into the universe. Like I've told people, like, I know I've told, I've kind of told you, I might've told you a lot. Um, but it makes me sound like a lunatic. Like it really does because, um, ever since I was a child, like a baby, I have always been able to feel the other side. I've like, I've had ghost encounters. Uh, it just like, it's always there for me. Um, and then I probably went through a period of maybe 10 years where I didn't feel it anymore. Like it just wasn't there. So I was just like, okay, that was just my childhood. That was me living in haunted houses. Uh, Cause I grew up, um, I was born in England and we lived there for probably about seven years. And then I was raised in Germany. So like, you know, the history there is just so crazy. And so it's not that hard to, like, most people see them, like, they're there. Um, so when I came back to the States and I got stationed in Alaska, it kind of went away for a minute. Like, I just wasn't, I'm like, okay, and that's just a period of my life that, you know, I guess people see ghosts or they don't see ghosts or whatever, and I didn't, you know, think anything of it. Um so a few years ago, it started out slow, like it was coming back, like um, there was one day where they were doing some renovation work in the house and uh, there was music in the stairwell. And I was like, huh, they forgot to turn their radio off, like it was just like news and music and weird stuff. So I go up the stairs to go turn off the radio. There's no music in the stairwell. So I go, 
I mean, up there. So I go back into the stairwell and there's this music and I really start to listen to it. And it's like this old timey, the, the news is old, like it's not current. And I'm just standing there and I'm like, okay, I'm losing my mind. So I go back up and I'm like, I'm going to turn this radio off. There's no radio. And I was like, um, okay, whatever. You know, I'm going to go about my day. Like, I don't know why I'm hearing it in the stairwell, but that's what's happening. <laughs> and so then, um, then it fast forwards on. And at this point, I'm not thinking a spiritual awakening or, you know, like it coming back to me or anything like that. I am, I fell asleep on the couch and I woke up in the middle of the night and um, my dog, Abby, that's where Abby uh, comes from, Abby's Petite Boutique. Um, cause she wasn't petite. She's a mastiff. So I thought that'd be funny mm-hmm. play on words anyway. That's so she, yeah, she's sick. Like she has, um, she has epilepsy. So I'm always worried about her. Um, so she wasn't near me. So I was like, well, I need to go find her. And I look over and I look on the couch and on the couch, I see my husband, he's laying down on the couch. He fell asleep on the couch too, which is what I thought could happen. And from the time that I got up, and all I did was walk to the master bedroom. I didn't take any detour, nothing. I walked to the master bedroom. I flip on the light in the master bedroom to see my dog to make sure she's in her kennel and she is okay. And my husband is actually in the bed. I turned back around. Nobody's on the couch anymore. I screamed bloody murder to the point that I woke him up and he was like, what the hell is wrong with you? Because I kept screaming, Robert's in a bed, Robert's in a bed. It was like Tourette's or something. I couldn't stop. Robert is in a bed. Robert is in a bed. He's like, of course I'm in bed. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, but you were on the couch. And he's like, I was not on the couch. I have been in bed. I'm like, then who was on the couch with me? And I'm like, oh my God, it's happening again. (laughs) That's crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think my spiritual awakening was started with Abby because Abby was so sick that it really took everything out of me. But um, as I'm going through all of this, there was the worst part for me is that it wasn't, um, I don't know if, I guess maybe I was operating on a lower vibration because I was afraid to go to sleep at night because when I would go to sleep at night, entities would ascend on top of me. And so I would have to fight for my life in my sleep. Like I was getting attacked by this crazy, like, they they were, no. Did it feel like nightmares? No, 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 no. It was real. Like I was getting choked. Like I'm fighting, like I'm awake. It's, they call it, they call it sleep paralysis is what it kind of defined as. And medically they try to explain it, but it was in a spiritual sense. It's, it was, uh, it was um, bad demons or creatures or whatever you want to say, these black figures that uh, just don't allow you to speak. And they're like on top of you with choking you out. And so I'd have to fight to wake up. And it always would start with um, the vibration in the room. I always knew it was getting ready to happen because the vibration in the room would start to raise. Like, and it would just get really staticky and, and crazy. Um, yeah, it was, it was, I thought, I thought I needed to go to an insane asylum. I thought I had lost my mind so bad that somebody needed to check me into a psych ward. Because Um, nobody else could see this, right? But you. But me. And so Mm -hmm. I didn't know who to talk to. Because at this point in my life, like, it's just, (laughs) I was just like, um, I can't tell. I tried to talk to my mom and dad, but they were like, "Uh, okay. And I tried to talk to my sister, but it, she wasn't in a place that she could really, you know, listen to me. And I'm like, I, and I didn't really like dive into it because this sounds Looney Tunes. This is straight Looney Tunes. And so one day um, after, like I'd gone on probably about four or five months of this. And then there was one morning I was wide awake and I'm just laying in bed, you know, getting ready to start the day. And it's a weekend and it starts happening. Like I'm awake and it starts happening. And the vibration in the room starts to do that again. And then it starts to spin. Like, and I'm there. 
and everything, this pressure just descends on top of me and I keep my eyes closed. I'm like, I can't open my eyes. I have no idea what is happening, but I'm afraid of what I would really see if I opened my eyes. And after the vibration lifted and the pressure came off of me, I opened my eyes to see a red orb just sitting right there looking at me and then it disappears. And I had goosebumps about that big on my skin. I got up, ran out of the master bedroom and I looked at my husband. I said, I am never sleeping in that room again. I'm done. (laughs) That is crazy. I am done. And so then I had, um, shortly after that, I had an appointment with my acupuncturist and I'm like, I got to tell somebody. I have to tell somebody because I don't know what to do. I don't know what is going on. And maybe I have lost my mind. So I sat there and she knows something's wrong with me because I'm like super jittery. And I'm like, I got to ask you a question. And she goes, and I'm like, acupuncture can do some amazing things. And I started it out with like, I said, I have been having these crazy nightmares because you don't, I'm not going to word vomit this stuff on somebody I barely know. And I started to explain these nightmares to her and she looked right at me and she goes, honey, you are not having nightmares and I'm going to put you in touch with somebody. And that's where it started for me. Really? Yeah, she knew. She's like, she goes, I have the same problem. Like with, she goes, I have ghosts and things that come into my house and I help clear them out. Um, You have some crazy stuff going on. Um, You are more than likely a medium. And I'm going to put you in touch with somebody. That is incredible that that you just happened to talk to her about it. And yeah, I know. I picked hooked her. You up with the right, hooked mm-hmm. you up with the right person to get you on, a, yeah. on the right track to understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. First and, she started and, me, she goes, first she started me with a medium that could clear the house for me. But she gave me an alternate name who has been my spiritual practitioner in a sense. But she couldn't start me with her because... She was like, if I started you with her, you would think I was crazy too. So, yeah. so she gave me baby steps into it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's the best. Yeah. You know, so that so it doesn't like overly freak you out, you know? And yeah, because I was already overly freaked out. It was the most insane thing. I have some stories. Like that's just that's just the tip of the iceberg. So do you pick up on like uh, like uh, I guess positive energy too, as far as those types of spirits, or is it always like a a bad like a no no it, like it's, a lower um, vibration type? I think I think I was operating in a lower vibration, and that's why I was picking up on that because I was in a pretty downtrodden place in my life. So I mean, I there was just some personal things going on, especially with my dog, and I I feel like I was in some sort of form, I don't want to say depression, but in some sort of form of it. Um, so I definitely was not high operating on a higher vibration. Um, I still do sense the, the bad, um, but it's more positive and anymore. It's kind of funny. Like the last, the last one, I, I found that I picked them up. So what happens is I, everything attaches to me. Um, cause they see the light and uh, the definition of a light worker. Um, and so I have to clear myself all the time, but I bring them home with me, or I was, I didn't realize that's what I was doing at the time. Um, but the last one I had in the house was kind of funny. Uh, he, or she, I don't know, um, was, I think it was a he, if I remember hearing the voice correctly. Uh, but I was in my, I was in this space, this is my art studio. Um, and I was working, um, and I'd gotten up and I went out into the kitchen and our microwave does not work. Like it broke. We didn't fix it. We don't use a microwave. You're going to heat up. You're going to heat it up on the stove or in the oven, but the light came on. So I am, I am standing at the stove doing something. I think I was heating up tea and the light came on the microwave and I was like, huh, that's weird. I opened it up, closed the door came back here. Um, and then my husband is in the kitchen and he shouts, Hey, honey, the weird, the, you know, the, the microwave's on. I'm like, yeah, that is weird. Isn't it? <laughs> and he opens it up and he shuts it. And I'm like, I got something in this house because two days prior to that, 
um, I was home after an acupuncture appointment and there was poor Mo. I have a dog named Mo. I don't know if I ever told you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember. Okay. Yeah, he's still around. He's like 15 years old. Anyway, he's upstairs and there's something stomping up and down the hallway. It's just stomping up and down the hallway. There's nobody in the house but me. And he's upstairs going to kill it. So, like, he's going to murder this thing. And my girls downstairs are just looking up at the, you know, ceiling like, yeah, you got this, Mo. I'm not going to help you out. (laughs) And so when the microwave started doing stuff, I was like, okay, I got something in this house. And so I'm listening to um, a podcast. Uh, I think I was listening to Common Mystics, um, which I highly recommend if you like like, uh, psychic ghost stories they're kind they're hilarious um but I turned it off and as I turned it off I heard a voice in the other room and it said like three distinct words and I don't remember what they were but it was I believe it was a man's voice and as soon as it realized that I had turned off my podcast and I could hear it it stopped talking so then I had I was like okay we're done you gotta go like I gotta clear you like and then I so I did my clearing ritual to kick it out of the house like you you're not welcome here you have to go um move on you know find the light i'm not your light you know <laughs> that is so cool so so that is amazing that that is a cool gift like I, I truly believe that everyone has their particular sets of gifts and what they're supposed yeah. to do in the world you know what i mean so this is definitely your gift you know but this like how do you pick them out? What do you have to do? Um, well, I just, you know, I use pendulums. I use, I do a lot of pendulum work, but, um, I just ask them to leave. Like I, I tell them, you know, they just need to move like, Hey, you know, move on. You can see the white light, you know, you move towards the white light. Once you move towards the white light, you can come back. You just got to move through to it but um it depends on what it is like if it's something that's bad I just kick them out like I I do this crazy <laughs> there's no real ritual to it but it's basically get the fuck out of the house like you're not welcome here you need to go right now and I'll say it over and over until the pendulum swings that it's cleared like once I know that it swings that it's cleared that I know that know that it's gone but you can use bells, um, just loud noises. Uh, I use sage, um, uh, incense. I mean, there's all sorts of things. The the last one that when there was something funny, because the dogs will tell me when there's something funny in the house too. You know, just the way that they're acting. Like I think I ran around the the master bedroom with a set of bells, screaming, "Get the fuck out of there!" I'm pretty sure if my husband had been home, he'd been like, what are you doing? So I was like, clank, 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 clank. <laughs> That's so funny. That is hilarious. Yeah. Somebody's going to be like, this woman is insane. I'm sure everyone's going to say this, but I, it's okay. I, I think it's, I, I don't, I, I think it's in, like you're intuitive, you know, like. Yeah. You absolutely. was able to pick up on that, you know, like I think that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The people that only the people that don't understand like energy and all that stuff yeah. is, would probably think that, you know. So don't Yeah. Don't worry about what people think. Yeah, I don't worry about it um anymore. <laughs> I used to. But yeah, energy's real. Like I you can feel people's like if you pay attention, you can feel somebody's energy. You can feel if they're bad or if they're good. Mm-hmm. Like Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. You know, that's that's what I started seeing and feeling that had me like thinking I was going crazy myself was detecting other people's energy, like their happy, sad mm-hmm. emotions. I was able to feel that. So like whenever I first started feeling that, like I, I, I've seen a therapist for it because like I didn't know what the hell was really going on. And I was like, right. man, like why, why am I feeling all this anxiety from this person? You know, like, mm-hmm. and, and like, it's so crazy because before that, Nikki, like I didn't, I couldn't feel that or sense that in people, you know? So it was, it was incredible. Like, I feel like that was my gift and you know what I mean? Because I could awesome. read, read and feel those, those energies, you know? Yeah. I think not everybody's blessed with that, you know? No. 
it's a it's an incredible feeling and I I love it and I think it's something that's always been with me I've always been really good at reading people um because it allows me to keep my circle with people that I know I trust and I love and I know that they are there for me um and then people that I can feel aren't necessarily bad but they're not necessarily good either you can keep them kind of like you know you kind of got to keep them around because you're there to help them but you can also keep them at an arm's length I think the hardest part is learning how to make sure they don't take your energy because there are people who can do that too they call them energy vampires right uh-huh yep and that's and that's a hard one I don't know what you do, but I protect myself every day before I go out and I carry crystals on me, but still, sometimes they can still zap you. And I can always tell when my energy has been taken. Really? So, yeah. Like I feel really, really drained. Like somebody just took it. And so meditation, grounding, um, I don't, have you ever done the float tank? Float tank is so great. It's like a deprivation. It's a water deprivation tank. Um, and you go, it's like salt water and you go float in it. It's pitch black. It's a really great meditation space. That's another fun really? one. Yeah. I don't know if they have any in your area. If you come to Alaska, I can hook you up. <laughs> I, I, I bet there's a lot more out there because I, I, I've heard of a float tank, but I think, I think like it's like it's in the bigger cities, not yeah. in this little small town. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I think there's only one here in Alaska. My um she's my friend now my acupuncturist um it's funny how you become friends after you start talking about things <laughs> uh but she then, owns the business and she's she brought in the float tank which i think she's the only one who has one here it's pretty oh, great that's awesome that's awesome yeah so the, the float tank is it's like it's, it's like a therapy like for your your muscles is that yeah. what for but well it's it's, it's for everything like it, it really does like because you're in this deprivation tank, so you get into it and you're floating. So you're not putting any sort of pressure on any part of your body. So you're allowing your muscles like the salt water, like Epsom salt baths are phenomenal. So it's like this ultra Epsom salt bath. And so you're floating in it. And so all your muscles get to relax and release. And then it, it allows you to just like sink into this super, super deep meditation. Like, and some crazy things can come to you, like visions and stuff when you're in it. I mean, if you are intuitive like that, but. Hey, that's crazy. That, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to look for one of those. Cause I, I could, I could see how beneficial that is because yeah. like you said, that floating type feeling and just that mm-hmm. free, that free yeah, feeling. It's like, it's like you're in this vast black ocean. And as long as you don't touch the side, you just feel like you're in this vast ocean, just floating out there in this blackness. Yeah. yeah. So you're still, still quiet and just, uh-huh. that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So I the love stones. It. So can you tell me a little bit more about the stones? Because that's something I really don't know about. Like I have a tiger's claw, all that stuff, but like, aren't you supposed to like put them in like, like the left pocket for something and the right pocket for another. Yeah, well, for crystals. Is that? Um, so the receiving, technically the receiving hand is the left. So I keep like things for like protection and everything. Um, and the quartz piece that I keep with myself to clear myself throughout the day is in my left pocket for receiving your giving hand or your giving pocket is the right side. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you can look up, like, where should I wear, you know, an obsidian piece? Where should I wear, you know, uh, amethyst piece? But for me, um, it it's where you feel it should be. Like, I know there's like technical, like where everything should be, but if you feel like you want to wear your, you know, lapis piece on your pinky finger and that felt, feels right for you, then I say do that. You know, like, um, yeah, listen to crystals spirit, are, basically. yeah, what, yeah, what you feel like you need at the time instead of following all the rules of the book, you know, I like um, that. I like that. Yeah. So, but yeah, left technically is receiving, right is, is giving. 
if okay. you want technical terms. Gotcha. So, so, um, so how how has like this gift that you've been given with like how has it helped helped you out in like your personal life and your business life and um or has it it has been so I am a practical person which is not helpful for somebody who has the gifts that have been given to me. So it has been a slow moving train. And I will be honest, I did not accept it right away. I fought it. Like I was like, this is insane. Um, I, I do believe I've always believed in psychics. I've always believed in mediums. I believe in readers. I believe in just about, I believe, okay, no, I believe in every form of divination, but I never thought it was for me. So I was like, that's great. That is phenomenal that you people can do that. And I, you know, applaud you. Um, but I was like, I'm a practical person and that is not who I am. And so when I first started working with my spiritual practitioner and she was helping me understand everything that was happening to me, she told me to go out and buy a tarot deck and she told me which one to do to buy because she was like, okay, you have Celtic bloodlines um, and they run, they're ancient and they're deep. So go out and buy, you know, a Celtic, this Celtic deck um, and just start using it. And she didn't really explain how to use it. I, of course, did not look up how to use it, but I knew to cleanse it and, you know, look at all the photos, you know, all the cards and kind of get your energy work with it. And um, I just didn't, get, I did not get along with that deck. Like I, and I was just like, this is frustrating. I don't know what this is. And, um, it just keeps giving me bad news. So I don't like you, <laughs> you know? That's funny. And, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And so I just did not really dive into it, um, and use, and I use my gifts as I probably should have, or, you know, I say that, um, even though I've taken like the slow moving train, like, uh, I would say the the Knight of Pentacles approach to um, this whole journey. Um, I still am on the path that I'm supposed to be. And I think that they knew that I was going to take a really long, thoughtful path towards it. Uh, because I always have to, I have to weigh it all out. Like, I'm like, okay, so I'm currently doing this in my life and this is going well. I'm learning this. Um, I'm not sure what I want to do with it yet. So in all honesty, I, I mean, I've done some work with some people, you know, like clearing out their spaces and I've done some readings for people, um, mainly online, but I haven't really up until probably this year really grasped or been ready to move forward into the, the next phases of whatever that is for me. But it took me, I probably took a good year and a half to really think about this and um, figure out that, oh, well, if I had interviewed that deck, I would have understood what that deck meant for me. And I understood why I was fighting with it because it was a spiritual deck for me. The interview said that this was a spiritual deck for you. And I wasn't ready to understand what that meant. Um, so it's this year, probably, that I'm really focused on helping people and and uh, really going forward with it. But I think I've, I, I have always kind of helped people because like, even when I talk to my sister, she goes, your energy is always so good. And just you listening to me and giving me advice has always been so helpful. So I think I've always kind of done it, but to take it into the next level of a spiritual sense or a divination sense, it's been definitely this year. But I've been growing this group of community, like these gals, I have a group of gals that are following me. So I think even though I've been fighting it, I am bringing, you know, a group of ladies along and helping them with tarot and pendulum work and, um, spell work and and showing them the path even though it's taken me 
much longer than it probably should have. <laughs> that is so cool, though, cause, because you going through it, even though it's taking you some time, by you having these gals with you, like, I think that, like, you're going to better show them, like, quick. Yeah, how to get how to get through the stuff. You know what I mean? Because yeah, it it's like you're the hero. You yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I suppose, but you, you know, like it doesn't matter yeah. how long it takes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's you you doing it. You know, you're not giving yeah. up on your gift. You no, know? and that's that's the magic. That's where the magic's at. You know? Yeah, just get the practical you know brain set aside. That practical brain. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my goodness, it's it's hard sometimes because. Yeah. It is. We're so we're so conditioned to think, you know, like I guess in that that box kind of like, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. So how does uh yeah. Rob, your husband, like handle all this like newness with uh just your in your your gifts basically, you know, like not everybody yeah. could under, not ev- not everybody could understand you know like they're like what the fuck like that doesn't <laughs> make sense you know but i'm like what the fuck sometimes too <laughs> even still you know what i mean yeah, like that's awesome you have something that's happen it. to you and you're just like what the fuck and you're just, yeah. and you're just like did that really just happen or yeah <laughs> So um, he's been very understanding with it. it. And it took me a long time. Like I was in the closet with it, even with him. Cause I, cause when everything was happening to me, um, he knew about some of it because I like, when I come running out of the bedroom screaming, I'm never sleeping in there again. You know, like he kind of knew some things were, were happening, um, but he didn't quite like wrap his mind around it. But when I started reading tarot, I didn't tell him like I, and then, um, so I would like go in my room, close the door, and I'm like, I'm meditating. <laughs> That's so funny. And so it probably wasn't, um, oh, maybe a year ago is when I finally told him that I was reading. And he still doesn't like, he goes, he'll go back and forth, like, hey, I want you to read for me to, eh, I don't quite, you know, understand this, but I, you know, respect and love you. And, um, awesome. and, you know, will be behind you the whole way, whatever you decide you're going to do here. So um, he goes back and forth with it, understandably, because if I'm going back and forth with it, I, obviously, <laughs> I expect yeah, other yeah. people to go back and forth with it. Mm-hmm. So That's so funny. I, like, I find myself doing the same thing with the coaching stuff. Like, like some, like, I'll go, like, on a spurt, and I'm, like, on it. Like, you know what I mean? And then, like, like after a while, like I guess it's like I need to recharge. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I just I sit back and disappear for a little while. You yeah. know what I mean? And then I come back. You know what I mean? And it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, did you ever do that personality test? No. I need to do that. I yeah, completely you, forgot about it. I want to do that. You definitely should. Yeah. Like it's uh yeah. apparently I'm an INFJ. That's my personality. Okay. That's my personality type, and and that personality type is known for basically like disappearing. Oh, like that's that. me, like, totally. <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't know. Like, I think it's so funny that it's just part yeah. of who I am. Yeah, know? and it it is totally a recharge. I do the same thing. Like, I think that's a good way to put it. Is that like there's I'm on it, and I'm like in it, and I'm like all these ideas are coming out. I'm talking to everybody about it. And I'm like, Hey, we should do these classes. Like I can host it. Like I can, cause people want to know and learn and I get it all put together and I'll go through the spurt with everybody. And then other, then I just disappear. I'm like off the face of the earth. I'm like, and I start contemplating, like, am I doing this correctly? Like, should I be doing this? Do I, I need a recharge? Why am I so burnt out? Like, so it's definitely, I do the same exact thing. You know, you, you know what I think it is sometimes is because like, and I'm just like, I guess, discovering this right now, but I think it's because we try instead of just letting, yeah. letting it be, you know what I mean? I think whenever we, right. we, we become just like, like we just are, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't really yeah. take thinking and contemplating on anything. It's just 
thinking and doing at the same time and without contemplation and then like it's just free you know so like yeah you don't really let things sit with you don't let things get to you in no kind of way you just flow you know and i think yeah. that's something at, at least for me like i don't know where it's at for you but i think that's what kind of gets me to the point of like almost like a burnt out where i need that recharge mm-hmm. you know but if like if instead of trying you know what i mean just being and i think that's where yeah. the freedom's at you know yeah for sure and i'm working on that like i can always tell like i can tell inside when it's getting ready to happen but my cards will also tell me too like they're like you need to start resting because if you don't you're gonna crash and i'm like yeah 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 i got you i'm resting and i'm like i am resting i'm resting i am totally resting and they're like no no you're not resting and i'm like yes i am and then and then i'm like oh you're right i wasn't resting now i'm sick (laughs) yeah but, yeah. but it's like, I have this go, 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 go. And then I derail, like, cause I'm like running as hard as I possibly can. And I try, and I try to balance that, like with meditation, I do try to meditate 20 minutes a day, um, at least 20 minutes a day. And I try to sit down and do, you know, like I journal or I read every day, um, read tarot every day, just to try to cut out, carve some time you know, to where you, you are paying attention to yourself and giving yourself, uh, that energy back that you need to. So I've been doing better about that this year. Wrong with that. Any tips you have <laughs> that, that helps to Well, meditation, meditation is a, meditation is a practice. Um, you're not always going to, I'm not always successful with it. Sometimes your brain just will not shut off and I do different forms of meditation. So what I've been working on now, um, since I've been meditating for so long, is that I just put my ear pods in and make sure it's quiet, like I can't hear anything, and I meditate in silence. Um, That's been my new thing. But to get where I'm at, um, I have used um, this app called Insight Timer. It can be free. You can also purchase it. Uh, but they have a really a great catalog of different types of meditations you can do. Some have, you know, music, some are guided meditations. And sometimes like a, if I'm feeling it, like a good guided meditation will really get you in the zone. Um, and uh, have you heard of the Monroe Institute? Okay. So if you go to YouTube and look up Monroe Institute. And I can, after we get off the podcast, I can send you a couple of really great meditations. They're guided meditations that use these sound waves that um, really kind of zonk you out. Like it'll really like make your brain um, just turn off and you can just like find yourself like floating. Like when I meditate, when I know I've hit the zone, I start rocking back and forth. And I don't even know I'm doing it. Like, I just feel my body just swaying back and forth, back and forth. And I don't always get there. Um, sometimes I've just been quiet and, you know, the meditation's over and that's it. Sometimes I feel like I'm floating and I've gone off into another world. Sometimes I get visions and I will have these things just cross, you know, my mind. And I just notate them there. I thank them and I just let it go. Uh, other times it's colors. Like I will have, you know, different colors floating. It's like I have my own Aurora Borealis show happening in front of my face um, with my eyes closed. Um, But it's definitely a practice. I recommend if you haven't, if you're not, um, if you haven't meditated before you're learning, it's starting at five minutes a day and you just sit in a space for five minutes a day. And once you feel like that five minutes is uh, not enough for you anymore, then up it to 10 minutes a day. And then up it to 15. And then there's some days, you know, up it to 20, 30, 45, whatever. 45 is probably the max I've done. But I typically meditate between 10 and 20 minutes a day, sometimes up to 45, depending on uh, how much time I can, you know, allocate towards it. But it's definitely, you go into it without any, you know, expectations. That's the key. You go into it without any expectations. And if your brain does not shut off, then it just doesn't shut off. And you sat there and you tried to be peaceful. Um, I'll do something where I tell my brain, I'm like, thank you, but not now. And then I clear that thought out. And then uh, I just sit there 
and if it comes back again, because you know your brain likes to create these crazy stories, and you're just like, okay, thank you, but not now. And so that's the definitely the biggest is that zero expectations, start it small, and try to make it a daily practice. That's awesome. Yeah. Like that. So so meditation was definitely something very important for you yeah, to feel, feel grounded and connected. It, right, exactly. It it takes away the day like the stress of the day sometimes. Like if I've had a really bad day, um, sometimes I'll come right home. Of course, you know, like the dogs aren't going to allow me to just come meditate. I have to take care of them and feed them and then once they're fed, I will come into my space, close the door. Uh, sometimes light a candle, incense, sometimes nothing, um, put my ear pods in, depending on my mood, I pick what kind of meditation I'm going to do and I do it. And then I notice a huge difference from how I felt before to after. That's the best part. That That's whenever yeah. it's successful. But I also say that if you don't have the time to go back into it, just take it for what it was. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, hey, you know, it's I only later. had... 15 minutes allocated towards this. I'm going to take it for what it was. I'm going to walk away from it. I'm going to notate that. And then I will mm -hmm. try it again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's just like, like anything else. It's like with you doing your videos where you're always in front of the, you know, talking to the camera. It's like, I told you my biggest fear, but here it's a practice. So the more and more you do it, the better and better you get at it. Mm -hmm. Same with meditation except for I don't have a camera staring at me, so it's okay. <laughs> so, so so how do you how, how are you feeling now? Like, we, we're, it's been an hour, hour and two yeah. minutes into this, and we've been on video this whole time. I know. I feel okay. Please but go. you know what? You, I, um, I told you, like, I did grounding work, and I did my meditation before we got on. And uh, last night I asked for the universe to assist me help guide me through this um and I feel like there's everybody's there for me today but I feel I'm okay like I'm not jittery or nervous or anything anymore like I started out a little bit like I started out a little sick to my stomach this morning I am not gonna lie <laughs> and so that's how I knew I needed to do some grounding and some meditation um and I was still a little jittery when we started but I'm fine now that's awesome, that's awesome. <laughs> it, it, it yeah th that's incredible I love that that you got comfortable that quick. Yeah. You know. I'm still not gonna get on the camera anytime soon after this, just so you know. But <laughs> <laughs> well, and I know I need to do it because that's like the only way I'll ever get to like reading tarot face to face with people. Um and uh helping people, you know, in other aspects. Yeah, that's so, so true because you could do it on a on a zoom call like you're actually my first guest on the podcast so yay so you so you became like my first person now so like i think that's i think that's incredible that's awesome you know that is awesome from words with friends for how long we played with words, words with uh, friends? 12 like, years i think now yeah 2011 like i think that. right yeah yeah i think that's incredible that started that. out with playing butt no i'm kidding i don't remember what the first <laughs> word was <laughs> yeah yeah, it's been a journey, but you know, that's what I think like it all is, is that you connect with people no matter how far away they are, is that you were meant to connect with them. And it doesn't mean that you understand why you connected with them back then, but yeah, it started out with words with friends. And I think you started playing Rob first and then mm -hmm. I started playing you because I didn't know how I was like, well, you're playing him and you say he's pretty cool. So I'm going to play him. And then it went from connecting on social media to I mean, Christmas cards, you know, like it's just yeah, yeah. To, to a podcast where I get to be the first guest. That's so great. Yeah, that's, that's so awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it's for sure been a journey. Like even my girlfriend that I was telling you about who's going on, the, you know, a similar journey to me. It's just like, she's like, it's like we met, you know, 13 years ago and we had no idea why we met. And then we have become really good friends over the last couple of years. We were always acquaintances, but um going through this spiritual transition it has been um great for both of us and we've talked all the time that is so cool so so how much do you charge for a reading nicole i've done um three readings for feedback to this point uh they would start out at 25 dollars all the way up to um my angle would be a 60 minute session with somebody for a hundred dollars 
So like the basic, you know, quick draw reading would be 25. And then let your heart out, need me to listen to you and tell you what the universe has to give you, you know, feedback for would be 100. That I, do, I mean, for myself, like I'll do things like summarize my day, you know, and I'll just draw, you know, I'll pull a card to have it summarize my day or what am I getting ready to walk into today? Um, and so if I want to know what my day is going to be, I don't always want to know, but if I want to know what my day is going to be, I'll pull and then I'm like, okay, I need to pay attention. Like I need to pay attention today. And it, it plays out as the cards say. So, yeah. So, so I guess you definitely, you could say that you have that psychic ability, you know, it's yeah. not just very, yeah, I mean, a... very, very blessed, you know, to have those gifts. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I just think about all the people that you can make that impact on. You know what I mean? I do. I do it on a small scale now. Like I have a group of nine ladies. It's a very, very private Facebook group, like super private invite only because it needs to be a very safe space for people because this isn't something that people want to uh, openly have conversations, you know, about. And so um, I just created this group and I meet it. I It's like lockdown really tight. You, you can't find it unless somebody sends you, you know, an invite. Uh, but I do know that my calling is to help people. And so I created this space and it's, it's a beginning. We're starting to grow a little bit. Um, I'm not looking for anything to explode overnight and everything will happen in due time. So Nikki, yeah. where can people find you? Like if, for if you're looking for sun catchers or just unique little crystal gnomes and just unique gifts, uh, Abby's Petite Boutique is on Etsy, but I also have abbyspetiteboutique.com. Uh, you can find me on Instagram when I post. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm also on TikTok. And I do have another Facebook group, a uh, private Facebook group, but it's easier to find Abby's Petite Boutique. Um, on Facebook. So those are my shop areas. Um, that's where I can be found for things like that. I appreciate, I appreciate you, Nikki, for getting on this podcast and having the courage to do yeah. it. You know? I, yeah, I appreciate you asking me. Like it was totally meant to be uh, just because my readings have been like, hey, you need to take the next step. You need to stop dragging your feet. Like, you need to launch. Like, this is your time. Go. And I'm like, it's not my time. It's not my time. And then I get a message from you that goes, hey, you want to be a podcast? I'm like, son of a bitch, universe. You suck. No, you don't suck. You don't suck. (laughs) I'm like, of course. Of course, this is is happening to me, whether I want it to happen to me or not. Um, And I do want it to happen, but it's just, like, practical brain is sitting there going you can't do this, like, don't do this. And the, my creative brain, you know, that one over, flighty one over here is like, let's go, let's go. So I'm like completely, constantly at war with myself. So Nikki, like, what are the, like, the next steps that, that you feel called to do that's kind of like rejecting in a sense, you know? Next steps are for sure publishing as a tarot reader. That is definitely where I've been dragging my feet. Um, basically, are you meaning like like letting people know that that's what you do? Yes, letting people know that's what I do. I feel called to also um, work with people on a mediumship level as well, but that is in due time. Um, my spiritual practitioner pretty much told me that as soon as the first person asks you, that's when you know that it's time. To, to start working on that level as well. I still want to do some more professional training with it, but I would say probably tarot is first. Uh, even my friend is like, look, why aren't you reading in my shop? And I'm like, because I don't want to read in public. But she's had like had that door open for me for a year. And I'm like, I would rather read online first, I think. But so Nikki, and I don't know why I'm so apprehensive about it because I can read for people like it's not an issue. What is it that holds you back from from letting that out, especially Fear, that you, you know you're being called to it, you know? Yeah, Fear. Fear apprehension. 
You know, it's so, it's like, I have always been this person that you have mm. to get it right all the time. Like, you have to get it right. But it's so weird, because, like, if I read for somebody, they know. They're like, yeah, that's totally, that's legit. I've got this funny story that my sister's probably going to be very mad. <laughs> <laughs> so my sister and I are in this wine bar. She'd had a couple glasses of wine, and she declares us tarot readers in front of the whole entire wine bar. I don't even know how the conversation came up, but she was talking to the person behind the counter who's serving the wine, and she declares us loudly that we are tarot readers. And I look at her, I'm like, we are now, huh? And she goes, yeah, we're tarot readers. I'm like, you've been reading for all the three days. What do you mean you're a tarot reader? <laughs> and and then somebody goes, oh my gosh, can you read for us? And I'm like, she's like, oh no, we don't have a deck. And I'm sitting there like, okay, we're out of this scot free. And this guy from behind the counter goes, I have a deck in my car. I don't know how to use it. Could you show me? And I looked at her and I was like, son of a bitch. And I'm like, this is the universe telling me that I'm about to read. And I've had a couple glasses of wine at this point. I don't. You know, you're supposed to separate church and state, like divination and non-drinking. Like, I mean, it's like usually you don't drink when you're doing that form of divination. But anyway, I think the universe wanted me to. And so he runs out to his car and he gets his deck. And I don't know how much you know about tarot, but there are so many decks out there. There, There's gorgeous decks. The artwork is absolutely phenomenal, but it doesn't always make it um, easy to read. You know, and I, I'm sitting there going, please, universe, let this be a deck I can read. I kept saying it in my head, please, universe, let this be a deck I can read. And he brought the deck back to me. And I looked at my sister and I was like, are you reading or am I reading? And she goes, oh, no, you're reading. <laughs> <laughs> she only been doing it for three days, right? <laughs> but she made this announcement. That's how I know it was yeah. the universe. Like the yeah. universe made her scream this and the universe put that deck in the car like it was there. And so I proceeded to read for six people and it went smoothly, but I was just like, oh my God, I was like, I cannot believe this is happening to me right now. You know, what's incredible. You know, you know, what's incredible about that, Nikki, like, like y'all announced it and then you proved it to yourself and yeah. the other people there and the people that received those readings, you know, I was not happy with her. <laughs> so is she still she practicing? Oh yeah, she reads daily. She or, or she tries to read daily, but um, yeah, she's practicing. But that's, that's what's so great. Cool. Like these ladies that have like started to follow me, like I've set them up with decks. We talk to each other all the time. I'm giving them what I wish I had had. So like back when I first started this, and I knew nothing. Like I had no idea. I knew it existed. I picked up a deck. I didn't know what to do with the deck. It was very confusing for me. Um, so what I've done is just started to collect this group of people that have felt this calling to come towards me and start telling me their story. Randomly, too, just start telling me their story. And um, I've just helped them along the way. And, and it's just been a great, like, network of gals that, you know, I've got them. You know, like, hey, this is a great form for you to work with and um i give them the show them what journal i recommend show them the books i recommend show them the you know the deck that i recommend to start with you know to, to inspire them that way you know what i mean and helping them yeah with their gifts you know yeah <laughs> so uh i hate to bring this up again but yeah the, the fear of basically coming out with you being a tarot reader like who who is it that you're afraid of judging you? Uh, it's a more or less maybe just the person I'm reading for. Okay. Yeah. Like, I just, not that judging, like, and I know, like, I tell people that tarot is a form of divination that it can read your future at the present moment. If you take a different path after you walk away from this reading, then the reading is no longer valid. It's just, it's more, I call it like, it's an advice columnist, you know, like you, you've come for advice and what your potential outcome could be, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that is how it's going to play out. 
And it's so fascinating that I'm willing to say that, but I'm also hesitant to have somebody sit in front of me and, and uh, provide that information, you know, with the, whatever the spread is that comes out when we do the cards. So I just, I always feel like I need to study just a little harder and a little more to make it more perfect before I present that to the world. Mm. And that's just me. That's my own personal flaw. So that's probably something I think you got to uh, do that, that BS. Yeah. Because I think yeah. that's something that that's like, it's almost like, say like sometimes whenever, like whenever you're in your mid twenties, you, you say, oh, I want to have a baby whenever I'm like, whenever I'm all ready, like I, I want to have the house, I want to have the cars, I want to have this and this before I do this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that shit doesn't ever come, you know? So right. like, it's just that now time is like the best time because it's the only time that we truly have, you know, because yeah. tomorrow truly isn't promised. Nope. To it any is of not. Us. You know, so yeah. So just let it let yourself yeah. be and be that be that light for people, you know, because obviously you already are, you know, like right. those nine women that are following you, they're probably like, I don't know, infatuated and just love everything that you do and how you help them, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know, I know. It is something that I do know that I need to I need to let that deep-seated trauma of always needing to be perfect to let it go you know sometimes like we may fuck up do you have anything that like you could share with people that are like at the beginning stages of the journey that you were on that could help them you're not going crazy it is real um it is important uh you are doesn't you know you're destined for greater things um and everything will happen in due time. You can't rush it. It's it's going to be the pace it needs to be. Any challenges that you face along the way that were meant to be there. Um, and just go for the ride. That's awesome. That's so awesome. I appreciate I appreciate you, Nikki, for getting on this podcast and having the courage to do yeah. it. You know? I appreciate you asking me like it was totally meant to be 